Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Your American Retirement with your host, Randy Sams. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Randy works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here is your host, Randy Sams. Hey, good morning, Central Arkansas. I want to welcome you to today's show. Your American Retirement on 101.1 FM, The Answer, where Little Rock comes to talk. My name is Randy Sams, President, CEO, SMMG Financial, and I'll be your host today and going forward. I'm glad you had, took the opportunity to join us this morning. I don't know if you've had your first cup of coffee or you got your first cup of coffee or your own cup two or three. I can't do two or three cups of coffee. I, people always say I kind of talk fast anyway. I try to slow down when I do this show, but uh, if I do more than one cup of coffee in the morning, uh, the hair on the back of my neck stands straight out and I talk really fast. So anyway, I uh, hope you're doing well. It's been a beautiful week. We've had some good rain, which uh, I'm glad to see. Of course, you know, when it rains, your grass mows, grows, and you have to mow it. But that's just part of living in Arkansas. The, the heat has gone down a little bit because of the rain, but now the humidity is going to be coming up because of the sunshine. So it is what it is. Welcome to Arkansas. But again, thank you for joining us on today's show. We've got a great show for you. Uh, we're going to be talking about cut costs and retire with confidence taxes and more big expenses that impact your retirement that impact your retirement cut cost and retire with confidence that's what we're all about so i want to give a shout out to all our listeners in benton arkansas bryant arkansas all you saline county listeners thank you so much we appreciate uh all the comments that we get from our local listeners because you guys know i am from benton uh I moved to benton in the 70s so i've been here for 45 years I've been in Benton longer than I was in Little Rock. But I am an Arkansas boy, born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas. Went to school at uh, University of Arkansas, Go Hawk. If uh, you go to the podcast or you go to the YouTube channel, you'll see me. I have my uh, Razorback t-shirt on this uh, this morning. So we're getting ready for some football, aren't we? Who's all ready for football? I know I am. But what do we talk about on this show? Well, we talk about retirement income. So folks ask me what you do, Randy, and I say, well, at SMMG Financial, we are focused on addressing the major financial issues facing retirees and pre-retirees in America today. We want to help our people understand and prepare for a secure retirement, not a risky retirement. So that's what we do. So again, folks, you heard me mention this earlier. We have a podcast. You can listen to any of the previous episodes on our website, youramericanretirement.com, or on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, whatever that might be. Also, a YouTube channel. So check out our videos and subscribe to our weekly highlights. So in other words, when you see me on the YouTube channel, again, you'll be looking for Your American Retirement. You'll see my smiling face. And if you see the Razorback shirt, you'll know, hey, I've got the right guy today. Uh, we don't have the complete show on YouTube. 
we just take little segments what we feel like are the highlights of the program, kind of get you uh, interested in listening to the full program. And hopefully you'll go to the website or you'll listen to the podcast. But that's what we do. We want you to give us a thumbs up. We want to thank you for all you the people that have gone to YouTube, giving us a thumbs up. Tell your friends and family about us. Uh, again, we love all the folks that we get the chance to talk to and all you who have left a very uh, encouraging comments and suggestions. Again, what does concern you about your retirement? Whether you're close to retirement, you're 10 years away from retirement, or you're into retirement, what is it that concerns you? That's what we deal with on this show. I just don't talk about formulas. I don't talk about calculations. I don't talk about, you know, I don't talk a lot of times about what sales we have, right? I do give examples, and I'm going to give one uh, in just a little bit of an example of why uh, it's important to know what you're being offered when it comes to an annuity. Very important. But again, please don't hesitate to call me with your financial questions, your concerns. Leave me a suggestion. Say, hey, Randy, this is what kind of concerns me. And it may be something that I've never thought about. Maybe something I've never run across. Just leave me that suggestion. Call me, 866-990-7664, 866-990-7664. Leave me your information. Leave me your message. And uh, I promise you, we'll put it on the schedule to talk about it. Because if it concerns you, it concerns us. Because we are concerned, again, about setting you up for a secure retirement, not a risky retirement. So today's offer for our listeners. If you call me or you visit our website, you can receive our free report on tax-free investments for a better retirement. So in this report, we share our strategies to help you keep more of your hard-earned money. So we believe in paying Uncle Sam what he is owed, but you don't need to leave the IRS a tip. You understand? So call us at 866-990-7664 or visit us at the website youramericanretirement.com. And say, hey, Randy, I'd like to have that free report, tax-free investments for a better retirement, and we'll get that to you ASAP. So, hey, let me let me kind of give you an example of, of what we do. And this is what I run across, folks, okay? I met with a gentleman, uh, spoke to him on the telephone, and he had already met with a couple of other um, advisors, retirement planners. And, you know, we went over a couple of... Um, it, some of it, some of his information and, and uh, what he was looking at, and, and he was in a, in a in a pretty good financial situation and uh, getting ready to retire, you know. But he wanted to be able to set up an income annuity, not immediate, but he wanted it to be able to grow. And at a certain age, he wanted to turn that on because of the fact he was looking at right now uh, when he retires, he's going to be turning on Social Security, and he's one of the lucky few out there that he has a pension. But he also understands that 10 years from now, the money that he's going to get when he retires, when he turns on his Social Security and his pension, is not going to have the same purchasing power that it does today. And he understands that, you know, hey, if, if I take this, a certain amount of money, and we put it into an income annuity and we let it grow for 10 years, then at age 10, you know, in 10 years, whatever age that might be, I can turn on the additional income. And that will act like a ladder. That will act like a, uh, to protect him from the inflation that has occurred over a 10-year period. Okay, Now, he doesn't have to wait for 10 years, but that was his plan. So this gentleman had 200000 and this is an example of an income annuity and what you should know and what you should look for. That's why you need to get a 
hold of me at 866-990-7664 or go to youramericanretirement.com and let me educate you on what's out there. But this is an example of what really happened. So this gentleman had 200000 and he wanted income in 10 years. So uh, he had been shown a product from a company that was giving him a guaranteed 14% simple interest growth. 14%, folks, that's pretty, I mean, I don't know of a bank that's offering 14%, but here's the key. Remember, that was simple interest. So 14% simple interest on $200,000 is guaranteed to grow at $28,000 each year, okay? It's not compound. 14% simple interest is if you got $100,000 and you get 10% simple interest, that's $10,000. If you've got a guaranteed 10% simple interest for the next 10 years, it's going to grow at $10,000 each year for the next 10 years, okay? So this gentleman was looking at a product that gave him a 14% simple interest guaranteed for 10 years, which is $28,000 per year. So his $200,000 was guaranteed to grow to what? $480,000. So that sounds good, right? So after 10 years of growth, they showed a guaranteed income of $26,400 per year. $26,400 per year on that $480,000 that he would have in 10 years. Okay, remember $200,000 growing at 14% simple interest, $28,000 a year times 10 years equals $480,000. But his payout was $26,400. So the product that I presented to this gentleman had a 7% compound interest for 10 years. All right. Now, remember, we're using compound interest. Basically, what happened is over that 10-year period, his $200,000 doubled to $400,000. And the income that I was able to offer him was $30,000 versus $26,400. Now, why did my $400,000 pay out higher than his $480,000? Because your income is based on your age and the time of income that you turn out on that income and the payout factor the company offers you at that time. You have to focus on the guarantee. So my payout factor 10 years from now was 7.5. His was 5.5. So folks, that's why you need to get in contact with me. We have to focus on the guarantees. What does your contract guarantee you at what age so folks you come right back we're going to get in to the quote of the week and the meat of the subject we'll be right back miss part of today's show your american retirement is available wherever you listen to podcasts and online at youramericanretirement.com Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it all could affect your future in retirement? Then tune into Your American Retirement to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Your American Retirement, every Saturday at 10 a.m., right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Protect your retirement and schedule a free no-obligation consultation now at youramericanretirement.com. Any bonuses mentioned may be subject to additional restrictions and regulations based on the offering annuity company. You may not receive the bonus if the contract is fully surrendered or if traditional annuitization payments are taken. And if the policy is partially surrendered, it could result in a partial loss of bonuses. Because these are bonus annuities, 
They may include higher surrender charges, longer surrender charge periods, lower caps, higher spreads, and other restrictions that are not included in similar annuities that don't offer a bonus feature. Visit YourAmericanRetirement.com to schedule a free consultation with Randy today. And now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back, folks. Again, my name is Randy Sams. You're listening to Your American Retirement on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Again, I want to thank all of you for joining me this beautiful Saturday morning. And again, thank you for joining us. And hopefully you're taking some good notes. So remember what we just spoke about. When you're looking at an income annuity, don't let all the bells and whistles, all the shiny stuff impress you. Basically, the bottom line is this. You got to look at the company that you're doing business with. What are their financial ratings? You have to look at, sure, I'm, I'm all for bonuses, but the bottom line is, at what age are you going to turn on that income? If it's not immediate, at what age do you want to turn on that income? And what is the payout factor at that age? So if I'm 60 and I want to turn on an income at age 65, what's the payout factor at age 65? Folks, that's how you determine whether or not how much money you're going to make. So you've heard some people, they have the 4% rule. And, you know, in order for your money to last, you can take out 4%. And that should last for 30 years or whatever that might be. All right. I'm not a big believer in the 4% rule because, you see, the 4% rule just bases, is just based on your money just staying level. Well, what happens if it drops? If you're taking out 4% and your money goes down 20%, that's not a good formula. That's why I'm a big believer in income annuities. Okay. I'm a believer of guarantees. I'm going to be taking a sure thing versus a what if. We can all show what ifs, all the hypotheticals we want to. But when you're retiring or getting ready to retire, you better base your retirement on guarantees. And that's what we do at SMMG Financial. We focus on the guarantees. So please give me a call, 866-990-7664, or go to youramericanretirement.com and leave me your information so, Randy, I've got some questions on that guaranteed income that you were talking about, all the payout factors. I'll be glad to get back in contact with you. So, financial wisdom quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Quote of the week. In any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The worst thing you can do is nothing. Does that make sense? In any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The worst thing you can do is to do nothing. That is given to us by Mr. Theodore Teddy Roosevelt. And Mr. Roosevelt was the 26th president of the United States, serving from 1901 to 1909. Mr. Roosevelt's achievements include the establishment of national parks and monuments, consumer protection measures, and the construction of the Panama Canal. Mr. Teddy Roosevelt, so thank you for that financial wisdom today. All right, folks, let's talk about Mr. Warren Buffett. You all know who Mr. Warren Buffett is, one of the wealthiest men in the world. Mr. Buffett has a list, and we're going to go over some of that. So hopefully you have some, uh, those of you who are getting ready to be retired, thinking about retirement, you're in that retirement red zone. You know, the retirement red zone, as I call it, five years before you retire and five years into retirement. That's that 10-year period that you need to be really focused on not losing. 
Okay. You got to be focused on not losing any money at, during that 10 year period. I call that the retirement red zone. But Warren Buffett made a list of things poor people spend their money on. All right. Warren Buffett's list of things poor people spend their money on. So get ready. So Warren Buffett, one of the most successful investors in the world, has a reputation of his simple yet profound financial wisdom. By addressing these common financial pitfalls, we can all make more informed decisions to ensure our money serves us well. So folks, we have to be aware of when we're getting into retirement, close to retirement, you need to be aware of, man, some of the things that I need to be looking out for, some of the things that I might need to change in my lifestyle before I get into retirement or while I'm in retirement, okay? So this is a list by Mr. Warren Buffett, which is a very smart man, okay? So take a listen. Number one, neglecting personal development. According to Buffett, the best investment one can make is oneself, and I agree with that a thousand percent. So enhancing skills and education can boost earning potential significantly. Knowledge and the abilities are assets that no one can take away from you. So folks, if you look at my business card or you see you get an email from me, you'll see that I have a couple of designations uh, behind my name. I'm not doing those des- I'm not putting those designations to try to impress anyone, folks. Those designations uh, were earned with blood, sweat, and tears. All right. I'm a big believer in education. That's why you know what we do is educating our clients or potential clients, helping them understand the financial risk that you will in your retirement. Remember, what do we say? We want you to retire with a secure retirement, not a risky retirement. So what I do to help you is to educate myself, okay? Folks, annuities today are not the same that they used to be five years ago, two years ago. They're, they have annuities coming out every day. They've all got really nice features. But again, don't let all the bells and whistles get you excited because the bottom line is if you're looking for an income annuity, then it's about income, right? If you're looking at more growth annuity, it's going to be about growth, two different things. But that's why we need to look at that. So neglecting personal development, always try to keep yourself educated. Try to read. Okay. I've always heard leaders are readers or readers are leaders. So try to read some books. Try to educate yourself. Stay active. Number two, relying on credit cards. And folks, we've had a big, we've had some uh, sections before some segments of our shows before talking about credit cards. So credit cards can be convenient, but high interest rates can quickly overshadow any benefits if you don't pay the full balance monthly. Buffett advises against needless spending that could lead to credit card debt. Now, folks, here's my philosophy on credit and credit cards, all right? I have a credit card. I have a business credit card. I put all my business expenses on that credit card. All right. Now, the good thing is that my credit card gives me these, uh, I guess, reward points, okay, that you can use them for different things. But you see, I don't build up a balance. So what I do at the end of the month is that I pay off all my expenses that I put on that business card. Okay. But there are several people that I've spoken to that that's what they also do. They have funds coming in, Social Security, pension, annuity income, but they put all their bills 
all their grocery bills, electrical bills, utility bills, whatever it might be. They put those bills on a credit card, but they're smart. It's like Buffett says, pay the full balance at the end of the month. But what they're doing is they're accumulating those reward points also. Okay. So sometimes you can take those reward points back in cash. They'll send you a money card, or you can take a, a Walmart gift certificate, or you can take a Home Depot gift card or whatever. So many ways to do it, but relying on credit cards is not something that you should do if you don't want to fall into that poor category. Number three, frequenting bars and pubs. Aha. Spending on activities like drinking at bars can add up. Opting for more affordable social gatherings like home get-togethers can help cut costs. Reducing alcohol consumption will also lead to a healthier lifestyle. Did y'all get that? I had to, I had to laugh at that. So, reducing your alcohol consumption will also lead to a healthier lifestyle. Okay? So, stay out of those bars and pubs, folks. It's more expensive to go out to eat than it is to do it at the house. All right? I still plug a bunch of restaurants. I love restaurants. I've got a few favorites myself, but I don't eat out there. I eat out every day. So, re- frequenting bars and pubs is something that Warren Buffett says, uh-uh, that's a no-no. Chasing the latest technology is number four. New gadgets may be tempting, but often last year's model serves just as well. Buffett himself has a history of sticking to functional rather than flashy tech. So, folks, how many of y'all have the newest iPhone? I think, uh, what are we up to right now? Uh, iPhone 14, 15, 16, whatever it is. Okay. There are some people out there that when the new iPhone comes out, they have to have the new iPhone. Well, I think they come out with a new one, what, every eight months or nine months. Okay. I've had my iPhone now. I think my iPhone is an iPhone 10. Okay. So I'm like Buffett. I'm going to stick with it as long as I can until it tells me that it's time to get a new one. All right. Overspending on clothes. Wow. And Buffett, along with other billionaires, leaned towards simplicity in his wardrobe. Choosing classic, durable clothes over flashy, expensive brands can result in significant savings. Shopping from for, for vintage clothing that fits your style can be an affordable cost cutter and a fun activity during retirement. Does that make sense, folks? You don't have to have the Gucci shoes or the Louis Vuitton purses or whatever. Hey, I'm not knocking them. If you got them, fantastic. More power to you. He's just saying overspending on clothes. I go into some people's uh, closets, uh, families, and uh, I see clothes that are hanging up there that still have the tags hanging on them. Okay? They bought them. They haven't ever worn them. All right? So don't overspend on clothes. Buying new cars. Cars are notorious for their rapid depreciation. You buy a new car today and you drive it off the lot, change your mind tonight, take it back tomorrow, it's dropped in value. So Buffett recommends buying pre-owned cars and holding on to them for as long as they're reliable instead of falling for the allure of the new models. Buffett drove a 2001 Lincoln Town car for over a decade. So guys, cars are a necessity. They're not a v, they're not an appreciation product unless you got an, an antique car that you've taken very good care of. Then obviously they're worth more today than they were 25, 30, 40, 50 years ago. That's fine. Number six, unused gym memberships. Buffett promotes an active lifestyle, but cautions against unused gym memberships. 
free or low-cost fitness routines can be just as effective if regularly practiced, okay? I know a lot of Medicare Advantage plans out there have a gym membership uh, included in like silver, what is it, silver sneakers. Uh, There's a couple of more out there, but you know, hey, we want you to stay active, but why join the gym just to be trendy? If you're not going to use it, if you're not going to go lift weights or work out or jog or use the bicycle machine, why spend that money? Let's look at the last couple of ones. Uh Uh-oh, gambling. While gambling might seem like a shortcut to wealth, Buffett emphasizes the importance of understanding the odds. He urges people to make financial decisions that favor their long-term wealth accumulation, not momentary thrills that come from casinos and gas station scratches. Guys, casinos are in business because the majority of people that go in do not walk out winners. If everybody was a winner at the casinos, they wouldn't be in business. If you want to go gamble, set you a limit, go in with a hundred bucks. If I lose the hundred bucks, I'm leaving. Okay. If you get up a hundred bucks, take their hundred dollars and leave on top of that. So folks, those are Warren Buffett's tips to avoid being poor. Remember those when you're getting ready to retire or you're getting close to retirement, you might want to change some of your lifestyles. Hey, listen, come right back. We're going to jump right back into these are the business business biggest expenses for retirees today listening to 101.1 fm the answer where little rock comes to talk sound familiar i'm jim tarabokia with the retirement.radio network powered by AmeriLife. Millions upon millions of credit card transactions are processed across the U.S. every day. Creditcards.com senior analyst Ted Rossman told CBS News recently, more than a third of U.S. adults are carrying credit card debt. Right now, credit card balances are at records. We're seeing more people carrying debt and we're seeing interest rates at record highs. So I think this just calls to importance the need to pay it off. Furthermore, a recent report from LendingTree.com says that Americans have put themselves in a $986 billion hole of credit card debt. And while Americans don't shy away from trying to score reward-based incentives and take advantage of the perceived positives in a credit card-based system, it does beg the question, is cash still king? Paying for items in cash presents opportunities to reap specific benefits instead of paying credit. Cash payments take away the worry of having to pay credit card fees or interest. And maybe the most significant reason, you own what you purchase rather than owe. While paying in cash offers a different and safer way to manage your money, there's a growing trend in society of various businesses going cashless. However, paying in cash at various restaurants and coffee shops or even the doctor's office could prove financially beneficial for your household balance sheet. Using cash instead of credit, part of our 23 cost cutters for 2023. For the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Jim Taraboki. Are you interested in ways to protect and grow your hard-earned money? Your American Retirement is here to help. Here's Randy Sams. Hey, welcome back, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today, this Saturday morning. This is Your American Retirement on 101.1 FM, The Answer. We're going to get right into this segment. These are the biggest expenses for retirees today. But it's the combination of your current budget items and these new expenses that people find difficult to balance in retirement. So folks, this is why I spend so much time and effort focusing on the strength of your income plan. 
You need the paychecks to cover your everyday expenses and the play checks, P-L-A-Y checks, to enjoy your lifestyle for free time in retirement. So if you'd like some help planning your retirement income needs, please visit the website, youramericanretirement.com, or give me a call, 866-990-7664, and let us sit down and help you understand why we believe you retire on income, not assets. But let's get into these big, biggest expenses for retirees today. Number one, health care. Of all the spending categories in your retirement, this one over time will likely be the biggest, especially when you consider long-term cares. So if you're in reasonably good health today, health care spending should be relatively low when you retire, then jump as you age in your 80s and beyond. So these expenses are often less for men because they often die first. Well, I guess that would take care of any sickness, wouldn't it? Is he sick? No, he did. Or rely on their spouse to take care on caregiving duties. That means the surviving spouse will often have to pay for their own caregiving costs, which tend to vary in different areas of the country. So, folks, something that we have to pay a lot of attention to when we put together a retirement plan for you and your spouse, we have to look at health care. We have to look at what you have currently. If you're going to stay uh, employed for the next few years and you're able to keep your employer group coverage, that's great. But at some point in time, when you actually step away from that job and you have to go on Medicare, you need to be aware of what the options are and the cost and then what your out-of-pocket expenses might be. So that's something that we have to look at. And remember, something that you also have to look at is long-term care. What do you have in place today as far as long-term care? See, a lot of folks, you have automobile insurance. Less than, what, 3% of people ever utilize that automobile insurance, but yet everyone has it because it's mandated. You folks that own homes, you have homeowner's insurance. Well, Randy, I got to have that in case my house burns down. Did you know that 8% of folks who ever have, who have homeowner's insurance ever have to utilize the homeowner's plan? Okay. Now, we have hailstorms that come through. You may get a new roof. Thank God for the health or for the, uh, you know, for your homeowner's insurance. Long-term care, 72%, 72 out of 100 when you're in retirement at 65 or above will have to utilize some type of long-term care. But yet, I speak to people all the time, they don't have long-term care insurance. So it's something we have to address, folks. And when your caregiver is your spouse, that puts a lot of stress on the spouse. I know because my dad, my mom told my dad that um, she would never put him in a nursing home or long-term care facility, so she took care of him. And I saw what, you know, that it didn't become a burden because she loved him. They were married for over 60 years, but still, it's still stressful. So luckily she had me and my younger brother that was able to give her some time off. But long-term care is something that you have to look for, folks. So healthcare costs will continue to rise and it's something that you're going to see. They're not going to go away. So it's probably the largest of any spending category. So they're projected, healthcare costs are projected to climb about 5% annually over the next 30 years, about twice the rate of any other expenses. So folks, we talk about long-term care. And what I want to tell you about right now is 
Some of you may be aware of this. Some of you may not. We are in Arkansas. It hasn't come to Arkansas yet. It may not come to Arkansas, but I want you to be aware of it. But there are several states right now that are looking into or have implemented state-mandated long-term care. So state-mandated long-term care is a publicly funded long-term care insurance program that it was in Washington State. It was the first one that was passed, okay? It just went into effect July 1st of this year. But now there are other states looking into whether they should follow with their own long-term care plan. Long-term care expenditures are the number one use of Medicaid budgets today, stretching these budgets beyond limit. So it's hoped that state-mandated long-term care benefits funded by the public could help ease Medicaid budgets by being the first dollar paid before Medicaid would kick in. These states generally have goals to provide the middle class with an affordable long-term care coverage that could help pay for care, often with the focus on home care, and it would delay slash avoid the use of Medicaid benefits for those who would qualify with first dollars coming from the state long-term care program. So approximately 30% of states today are showing some level of interest in pursuing solutions to their own state's long-term care challenges. We've got a lot of states, California, New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oregon, Utah, and Vermont right now are actively looking at or at various stages of interest, including preparing legislation, bills written that will likely see changes. What what happens, folks, is when you see one of these state-mandated long-term care plans, I'll tell you a little bit about the Washington plan. I'm not an expert, but what I, I do know enough about it that what it is is that there's no limit to the income level. So you're going to pay a tax. Everybody in the state is going to pay a tax, no matter what your income is. Okay, So it doesn't have a cutoff point. Okay, it's not up to say a hundred thousand or one hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred thousand. Everybody's going to pay that tax. The thing I don't like about the plan is that it's not portable. So if you leave the state of Washington, if you were in the state of Washington and you're starting to pay that tax, you can't leave. So it's not portable. You have to be in the state of Washington to be able to utilize it. Plus, there's a five year waiting period, folks. So I'm going to pay that tax for three years, and then I have to go into a facility. I can't utilize it because there's a five-year waiting period, all right? Plus, folks, it's not like a traditional long-term care plan. It only pays up to a certain dollar amount. The plan in Washington State is 35000 So, folks, if you knew what the average cost here in Arkansas is, that 35000 is not going to go very far. It's probably more expensive in Washington State. So, I'm not a big fan of the state-mandated long-term care plans. All right, because first of all, it's another tax. We're taxed to death as it is already. Number two, it's not portable. You can't move and take it with you. Number three, it has a limitation. It's only going to last for so long. It, it's only going to pay out a certain dollar amount. And then I guess Medicaid is going to kick in. So, so basically what it is, is just to stop from Medicaid being your first dollar that's going to be paid. Okay, so why is it important? to have private long-term care coverage because in the state of Washington, what they've allowed to happen is anybody who has a private long-term care plan 
traditional long-term care plan or a long-term care annuity that focuses on long-term care, you're going to be grandfathered and you're going to be exempt from all of that legislation. You don't have to pay the tax. All of that's going to be exempt. So I believe in having your own individual long-term care plan you need because you can buy the policy that you want. It gives you guaranteed premiums and benefits, and you have more leverage for those benefits. You have more chair, you have more choice for the care options, and it's portable between the states. All right. And it has guaranteed annual inflation built into that plan. So premium protection with long-term care products attached to a life insurance plan or with annuities. And folks, that's what I utilize. I use an annuity plan. You put in a certain dollar amount and they give you two to three times whatever that dollar amount to be used for your long-term care benefits. All right. Why do I like the annuity? Because if you have a traditional long-term care plan, and I'm not knocking those who, who, who sell them or those of you who have it, but it's one of those, if you don't use it, you lose it deals. Okay. It's better to have it and not need it than it is to need it and not have it. But I look at if I can put your funds into an annuity that's basically utilized for long-term care and you don't ever have to utilize the long-term care feature, it's an annuity. So if you pass away, the funds are going to be there for your spouse or for your kids. That's why I like the long-term care annuities. And if you want to find out more about that, you can call me at 866-990-7664 or go to their website, youramericanretirement.com and say, Randy, I'd like to have more information about that long-term care annuity because I know that me and my spouse need to address long-term care issues or the need for that long-term care, all right? So let's get you set up with a long-term care plan and we don't have to worry about if Arkansas ever joins these other states that are looking to do a mandated, state-mandated long-term care plan. All right, let's look at number two. Fitness and wellness. People who invest in health and wellness typically have lower medical costs. Makes sense, doesn't it? You're healthier. So this can be anything from gym memberships to yoga classes to stationary bikes and quality shoes to taking walks every day. If you get out and play golf, you know, do you ride that cart and just get out to hit the ball or do you actually walk 18 or say nine holes or 18 holes? I know it's hot in Arkansas but it's still called exercise. So the more retirees spend on fitness and wellness, the less they could end up spending on medical costs and long-term care. So don't be afraid to spend a little bit of time and money to improve your health and fitness. It pays to be healthy. All right. Number three, taxes. Even though it seems like taxes might decline when you're retired, that's not always the case. So you got to ask yourself, are taxes higher or lower today than they were 10 years ago. So have a plan for taxes before you retire. So as the federal government looks for ways to reduce the federal deficit, that will likely result in higher taxes. Exactly. So the government's best option to increase revenue are to increase taxes or cut spending. Which one of those two you think is going to happen first? What do you suspect? Which, which of those strategies do you think they would actually utilize? I think they're going to increase taxes before they cut spending. All right. So, you know, folks, we have we have uh, ways to help address the tax issue. We can put you into a, a Roth type product. We can take any money you have in a 401k right now and start putting that into a an Roth conversion plan where we take out 10 percent over the next 10 years and let it grow. 
And then that growth, when you start taking money out, is not taxable. All right. Plus, you don't have to take RMDs out of it. But that's concerning Roth conversions, Roth IRAs, many ways that we can address your tax issues. Again, you can call me 866-990-7664 or go to the website, Your America Retirement. Leave me your information. Would love to sit down with you and address some of the tax issues you may be concerned about. Number four, home maintenance. So if you plan to stay in your home, the one you're in today, through at least a good chunk of your retirement, you're likely to see your home maintenance costs jump up considerably. That's because you'll probably have to hire services to take over some of the tasks you've been doing for years. This includes hiring pros to do everything from lawn mowing and gutter cleaning to window washing and home cleaning. Something as simple as using a ladder as you age often isn't a good idea. So folks, you guys have seen the uh, commercials for the, I'm not going to use the name of the, the gutter company, but one of the things that they utilize is they show uh, uh, not a young person, but an older person and they're up on that ladder. And they're trying to take those leaves and the pine needles and all the other stuff out of the gutters. And they talk about how dangerous it is. All right. And it is. So one of the things you have to take into consideration is home maintenance. All right. I love mowing the grass right now. Well, I say that I mow the grass now. That's part of my exercise routine. But I know as I get older, I may not be able to do that grass or mow that grass as often as I do now. All right. Not because I don't want to, only because I may not be able to. So folks, you come right back. We're going to pick it right back up. We're going to talk about number five, six, number seven, and number eight. Again, you're listening to Your American Retirement on 101.1 FM, The Answer. You're listening to Your American Retirement. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit youramericanretirement.com. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Thanks for listening to Your American Retirement. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch videos from this program and other recent episodes. Hey, welcome back, folks. Again, my name is Randy Sams. I want to thank you for joining me today on 101.1 FM, The Answer. You're listening to Your American Retirement. Let's jump right back into it, folks. We're talking about the biggest expenses for retirees today. We've gone over the first three, or the first four, excuse me. And we're going to jump right into number five, utilities. Utility costs could be one of the few expenses that decreases during retirement. For one thing, you typically no longer have to pay for children taking long showers or cooking all the hours of the day and night, leaving the refrigerator door open or leaving the lights on all over the house. So also folks tend to downsize their homes, which would require less heat and air conditioning. So nevertheless, retirees that you that you the rates that utilities charge all consumers or customers will continue to increase annually due to inflation so if you look at utilities you hear about people because of their electrical bill you know you have your air conditioning um, and some people like to crank that air conditioning down to you know in the 60s 
which is fine. If that's what you want to do, that's great. I have to put on a sweater when I come into your house, okay? When we do a uh, when we're going to do a consultation, but that's okay. I have sweaters, I have jackets, but that's also going to cost you more. All right. So, how much of your retirement are you going to be spending on utility bills for heating during the winter time, for air conditioning during the summertime, electricity to keep the lights on? All right. Now, you go to my mama's house, and I love her. Um, you're going to be walking around in the dark. Because she doesn't leave a lot of lights on, and she doesn't believe in cranking that air conditioner down. So uh, when you go to her house, it's going to be a little bit cooler inside than it is outside. But at least it's cooler, but it's not that much cooler, all right? You get my drift. So you got to look at utilities, and that's her concern is because of the money that it would cost her on a monthly basis for those utilities. So she's trying to cut costs where she can. God bless her. She has me as her son, and she understands what I talk about, and that's one of the things she does. Now, I tell her, the mommy, you can keep it a little bit cooler in the house if you want to. you got plenty of money coming in to cover, you know, that utility bill if it goes up $50 a month because you cranked it down a couple of more degrees. But you got to focus on those utility bills. Be smart on how long you leave those lights on, how long you watch that television, and how long you do all, you know, you leave those refrigerator doors open. Number six transportation. This is one of the most important areas of retirement spending, but one of the least considered. So as you age, retired people often rely upon others to help them get from place to place. So that is true. How many times have you had someone from your family call you and ask you to take them to the doctor's office or take you to an appointment, whatever it might be? Because they don't drive any longer. All right. So transportation. Or they may want to go with you to a on a trip. They would like to go see their grandkids, or they'd like to go see their brothers and sisters who live out of state. And you're going to put them in the car with you and you're going to take them with you. All right. So remember, as folks age, they often rely upon others to help them get from place to place. So this might be an Uber to a doctor's appointment or a cab ride to the grocery store and back, all right? Now, my mom had a young lady that, uh, that, that what she would do every week is she would go pick her up and they would go buy groceries because the lady didn't drive. But my mom would go pick her up and take her to buy groceries and take her back home. That's great, okay? Now, folks, there are some plans out there, Medicare, Medicaid, Medicare Advantage plans that uh, they have a transportation benefit in there. Okay, so sometimes if you go to the doctor's office or you go to the hospitals and you see these vans that pull up and people are getting out, those are paid for by some of your health plans out there, Medicare, Medicaid Advantage. So, but you got to think about transportation. So, again, many retirees downsize to one car to cut cost. So, if you purchase a new car before or during retirement, you will face multiple transportation costs ranging from payments on the car to maintenance to gasoline, higher electric bills for EVs. Man, that's scary. Electrical vehicles, that's going to jack up your electrical bill. Plus, you know what I've been seeing here lately, and I'm not knocking EVs if you have one, that's fine. But I'm seeing the uh, the danger of when those batteries catch on fire. You know, those batteries can't be put out uh, a, a car fire for an EV 
because of the battery, the type of battery it is, you can't put water on it or you got to drown it with water. Okay. So that's scary as far as I'm concerned. But hey, if you've got an electrical vehicle and you can drive it around town, that's fine. Okay. And you got to look for insurance. So when you have those automobiles, you got to look for the insurance cost also. And a lot of people are going from two cars down to one car when they get into retirement. Number seven, travel. So travel costs in retirement will vary based on where you go and where you stay. Folks, this is when I talk to folks about a play check. All right. One of the things that you need to consider in retirement, because people say, man, we want to travel. All right. Well, where do you want to travel? Because we got to take that into account. Do you want to take a worldwide cruise? Do you want to travel overseas? Or do you want to stay in the States? Do you want just want to travel Arkansas? Do you want to travel to Arizona? Do you want to go to the Grand Canyon? Do you want to go to Yellowstone Park? Do you want to go to Florida? Whatever it might be, folks, you need to plan for that. Because where you plan on traveling to needs to be considered because the cost is going to go up. If you want to do a world cruise, that's great. But it's going to cost you more than going to Hot Springs. Okay? Going to Lake Washita is going to cost you more. But that's something that you have to consider. So I call those play checks. When we put together a retirement plan, let's look at your needs. Those are your basic, basic expenses. And then let's also look at your wants. Those are, what do you want to do? You want to travel? Where do you want to travel? Let's put that under the play check position, okay? The play check category. Because we're going to use those play checks to take those trips, to do that travel. But it, but, but it is determined based on where you want to go and also whom you want to bring along with you. So if you're treating children and grandchildren to a vacation as well, costs will rise considerably. I see those all the time. You can go to YouTube or wherever you, you know, whatever it might be, Facebook or whatever. And you see all these family trips down to Florida or whatever, and they got all the family together. Well, you know, I'm not saying that the grandparents paid for it, but a lot of times I've heard of people that, you know, they're about to take their family on a cruise and they're going to pay for it all. Well, that's not cheap, but hopefully they planned for it. So you should plan to travel much more in early retirement. Those are your go-go years and much less to not at all in the latter years, which are your slow go and your no go. All right. Again, your go-go years are when every day is Saturday, every hour is happy hour. You're going to go. You're going to go play pickleball. You're going, 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 going. And then you hit your slow-go years. Basically, your slow-go years is you still can do everything you wanted to do before in your go-go years. You just don't want to go as much. All right. And then your no-go years, you remember what I say? Your no-go years is basically when you don't leave the building until you leave the building, if you know what I mean. So get out there and travel to any of your bucket list destinations while you are still young, all right? Folks, you know my philosophy. I deal with too many people that what they've done all their younger years is they've dreamed about retirement. Like I said, they want to join the country club. They want to travel. They want to go here. They want to go there. They want to do all kinds of things, and I want you to. We have to set up a plan to allow that. Without a plan, you get into retirement, and the first thing you're concerned about is spending too much money. And then you're concerned about, well, I want to leave my children some money. 
So all these plans that you've made, joining the country club, taking cruises, doing all of these exciting things during retirement, you don't do them and you pass away and you leave the money to your kids. Guess what your kids do? They join the country club. They take the cruises. They have a good time. All right. So what I say is that's where my philosophy is. Let's utilize a life insurance plan. Leave the life insurance death benefit to your children as your legacy. And then you and your spouse go out and spend all your retirement funds. Okay. Call me 866-990-7664 and I'll show you how we can implement that type of plan. All right. Number eight. Kids and grandkids. Spending on kids and grandkids can be as simple as a gift card or as lavish as a trip to Disney World. So many retirees also choose to pitch in and help pay for a grandchild's college education. So many folks tend to overspend on their first grandchild. Then when the next grandchild comes along and perhaps several more, they are likely to try to match the same generosity even if they can no longer afford it. So be mindful of those expenses and opt to spend more time, not money, with your loved ones. Now, folks, we're in this situation, not that we're retired, but we have two beautiful grandkids, all right? So I know all about this one. So when they come and visit Pops and and, uh, Lala or Lala and Pops, you know, man, we're taking them out to all the exciting places. They want to play video games. They want to go bowling. They want to go to the zoo wherever they want to go, Uh, they want an ice cream cone, they want a snow cone, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, Pops is here at your service. You know what I'm talking about if you have grandkids, all right? So love my grandkids and so do you, but we have to plan. We have to make a plan. So, folks, big expenses for retirees today. We've talked about it and we've looked at them, and hopefully – you have been taking some good notes and you're going to be retired. You're going to be planning for a secure retirement, not a risky retirement. So folks, again, my name is Randy Sams. I want to thank you for joining me today. You've been listening to your American retirement on 101.1 FM. The answer, go out and have a fantastic Saturday. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Your American Retirement. You deserve to work with licensed financial insurance experts who can offer sound strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit youramericanretirement.com today. That's youramericanretirement.com. Not affiliated with the United States government. Randy Sams does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as